He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Welcome back to Hack City. Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. We've got a little bit of week zero action for FCS football that we're going to be recapping. Not going to be a long show today because, I mean, frankly, it wasn't exactly the most exciting slate of games. There weren't that many to go over, but still, there's some takeaways that we're going to have. Sean's hungover. We're back whoa, to the normal swing of whoa, things. What is that on, supposed on to mean? <laughs> whoa. <laughs> no, I'm just giving you a hard time. I love the favorite review. My favorite review on Apple Podcasts is wait, I need to pull it up. First of all, I don't want to miss not hungover. It. I just ate a ton of food for lunch and woke up from a nap. I am not hungover. Okay. That this is a this is Joe trying to push a he, he thinks that during this season I'm not going to be in season form. Week zero started the season. That means Saturday. No, you are great. in season form Sat- being no, hungover. That's not that's how it works. Point. I am not hungover. I, I got the itis. And God forbid somebody tries to get the itis on oh, a here Sunday. It is. Five-star review from Sheridan, uh, 1974. Really enjoy the insight from the hosts and the funny back and forth. Sean Anderson might always look hungover, but he still brings the entertainment. Enjoy the show a lot and the YouTube channel as well. (laughs) I just can't win. Uh, I can't win because last week I I, I passed off on the nap and Joe yelled at me for being too high energy and happy. And this week I take the nap and now Joe's crushing me. I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I do perpetually nap very hard, though. So I understand. Like, it's not a terrible judgment guess for Joe to think that I am I got after it so hard on Saturday night that I would still be hungover. It's not a terrible uh-huh. guess because I nap hard. It was a hard nap. Nashville hot chicken sandwich today for lunch. Just just fries with mm. it also. It, 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 so I get it. I understand. I'm not trying to call you. No, out. no, you, I knew what you were trying to do. It was a re- hey, hey, don't worry. No, hey, don't no, worry no, about no. It was me. a hot reference legs. to hey, that. Don't review. worry about me. It, yeah, okay. yeah. Making Sitting fun of my, my lack of air conditioning. It. Yeah, oh, it is. It is really wet. You should. Yeah. You know, you're missing out. You could <laughs> get a whiff of it. Um, three games that that were played out. I am the owner of the Reddit FCS betting economy. Uh, I'm the greatest better in Reddit FCS history for. Uh, my capabilities you didn't bet so you are not a part of the economy don't you dare you wish you don't were. you dare say you wish i didn't you were. bet this weekend i had a rough start to football season we're going to talk about that on the fbs show we're going to get to that oh you but, don't act like um, you have I, to air some grievances with me pal don't you dare yeah i do i do i bet with you on two bets and you screwed me you completely screwed me because you're the worst better on the planet and i let your Logic talk me into it, and I'm I'm not going to waste my time. But online has my money right now. Can I get that at least? Sure, you're welcome to have that. Um, make sure you check out Bet Online for all of your sports betting needs. For anything that I do betting related, I go on over to BetOnline.ag and I use promo code Believe Fifty. Bet Online has all of the latest updated odds for the NFL and college football seasons. Anything you need, whether it's futures. Live in-game betting, no matter what, your football betting needs are met at Bet Online. And again, make sure you use that promo code Believe50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Sean, the three games that were played, though, we're going to be talking about North Alabama, Mercer, Fordham, Albany, and then Jackson State, South Carolina State, 
Starting us off with Mercer versus North Alabama, Mercer only ends up winning 17-7. to This game was dragged out to an ungodly length yeah. because of uh, weather delay. Look, I'm going to say this, and this is extremely blunt. Mercer played like crap. I know that there's inclement weather. There's, there's tough, difficult circumstances. But people wanted to point out certain teams that didn't make my ballot. Mercer was not one of them. You lose your starting quarterback. All you've got coming back are those two wide receivers. And they looked helpless without, you know, outside of that. I, I'm not going to waste any time talking about Mercer the rest of the season. I'm going to be that blunt. North Alabama is one of the worst FCS teams in the country. And they only beat them by 10 points. Come on now. Yeah, the weather delay is brutal. Then the weather delay in week zero is brutal. Not only for the fans, but for the team. I mean, really, all you are dying to do is hit somebody in a different color jersey. That's all you want to do. Camp sucks so much. Because you keep on going up against the same people and you keep on having the same frustrations and it builds and it builds and it builds. And now, oh, week zero's here. I got a chance to, to, to finally let it out. And then, oh, thunder delight, lightning in the area. That's got to be a that's a, a dagger to a, a, of a momentum, just just anchor for a team. And then for the fan also. I still remember a, a Thursday night. The fan. I, I still, yeah. I st- <laughs> the singular fan that was at this terrible game. There was a Thursday night opening game for the NFL uh-huh. one year. I think it was Broncos-Ravens, and it got pushed off, I think, an hour and ten minutes. I, I, I still distinctly remember my frustration with weather delays, and I get it, and I know that it saps the players' energies. God, was that a blow to the because it was right there in the middle of the day. Give it to me. Navy's kicking yep. the hell out or Navy's getting the, the, the hell kicked out of them by, by Notre Dame. I need something else to flip back. Get I need a right. flip back. The golf stinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victor Hovland's going nuclear and, and just destroying everybody. So that's not even interesting. I, I, it, it just the weather delay hurt. The weather de- delay hurt my viewing experience. I, I will. Here's my one thing, and I'm, I'm kind of just going to move past this. Mm-hmm. Again, I think that Ty James, Devon, and Harper are really good players, and I'm going to acknowledge them as such. It takes a lot for me to have a game on and to not want to watch it and switch to another game, and this did exactly that. Again, this Mercer team was ranked last year. They were supposed to be pretty decent coming into this season. I, I think that they're a shell of themselves, and I don't think, again, they don't really deserve – much deep analysis from us. I will give a little bit more deep analysis to uh, one of our CAA foes, Albany beating Fordham 34-13. to I got this pick wrong. And Sean is up 3-0 to me at 2-1 in FC Estimates. Like always, good to be back. At least, least, least nature is healing and, and Sean is just dominating the competition weekly now it it just feels good to be back in that manner we're gonna breeze past that whenever sean's winning we're not gonna talk about it but albany looked pretty good albany's kind of back to where they've got uh some offensive explosion fordham man no um oh my god why am i blanking on the the kid's name from last year um demorat the demorat why did i completely forget about his name i don't know i put it in demorat yeah did you? Yes. Oh my god! Oh Fordham my looked god. way different without uh, Demarat. <laughs> what are you doing, pal? <laughs> without the mustache game of Demarat, oh, hey man, true. I'm so hot right now. I just did a whole full show. My uh, my ass is sweaty as hell. Sure. I'm distracted. No, that's not a good excuse. Without Demarat, Fordham's a completely different team. They didn't even like touch the offensive production that they had 
last season. This would have been a 40, 35 point output, 35 point output if, if Damarat and company were still there, but I don't have very high hopes for Fordham with the way that they looked. Yeah, that is, it is rough to see the, the start for Fordham, the stark difference. Albany putting up 34 points. That's good. Reese, Reese Poffenbarger, which is how the play-by-play commentators pronounced it, which I'm going to take it from them, looked sharp. He looked good. He looked confident in the pocket. Whereas CJ Montez for uh, Fordham, not as much. And maybe we mm-hmm. got spoiled with Tim Demerat last year. Montez had like 200 yards and a touchdown. But golly, they were unbalanced. They're rushing. They, they only had like, I think, 35 rushing yards for Fordham. Albany's not known to have a super stout run defense. So that lets you know there's not a good balance in that offense right now. It's predictable. You know what's going to happen. And you're able to stop it. And Albany did. And Albany uh, just tore up the, the Fordham defense. And Fordham never didn't have a very good defense last year. They just had an offense that no. could go toe-to-toe with anybody. Almost an incarnate word situation. Just just keep on scoring, keep on scoring, keep on scoring. And then eventually their receiver will drop a ball. Well, Fordham, now you're the team that whose receivers are dropping the ball and you can't score. So Albany came out, handled business, looked pretty sharp also, looked pretty sharp. Yeah, I don't know if I'm really in on the Reese Poffenbarger fan club. I don't know if I'm on that train right now because like he had a, a quality game and I saw some of the highlights, some of the throws that he made, like they were pretty good. You know, he, lo- he looked decent, but I just think that they're the CAA stretch that they're going to have to face you need a little bit better of a performance to be touching that 50% ish completion percentage. Like that's, that's tough. And this was a about the touchdowns. There wasn't I, the touchdowns are well, okay, come on now you can against a bad opponent, which Fordham's a much worse opponent than we thought that they were Four touchdowns is accomplishable because you know, your playmakers are able to help you. You can throw 17 incompletions, which is just an ungodly number. That's not going to work against Delaware. It's not going to work against William and Mary. Yeah, they got. Mar- I don't think that yeah. Albany is going to be much, but nice start to the season. I think that's like the main, main, real takeaway here. They got Marshall next week, Hawaii the week after, then Morgan State the week after that, and then they start CAA play. We'll see. We'll bad. see how they shape out. And the Marshall will be Marshall will be a good test. You know, Marshall's a team that can. Shut up. Beat some up. teams, you know, not very good, but, you know, they, they've known to pull an upset in their history. You're a dick. What did I do? Why can't I ever talk about Marshall in an unbiased fashion without getting criticized by you? I can't wait to talk about Navy Notre Dame. That's going to be really fun to talk about on the FCS, FBS show. Jackson State versus South Carolina State. Again, there's not really a lot to take away from these games. We're not going to belabor the points on some of these. Uh, I think that there was a lot to take away from Jackson State. You and I both ranked Jackson State. Actually, I know I did. I think we both did. I think we both did rank Jackson State. And we talked about this on the preview show that they might have lost a lot of players, but they still brought in some good athletes. They're still a transfer portal destination. My main thing is what I talked about the whole show. Jason Brown's a dude. Jason Brown has an FBS arm. And he can throw off platform. He can sling it. He had a bunch of just nice, nice, easy throws. I think that Jackson State goes as far as Jason Brown can carry them. And he is going to get continued to be brought up in the conversations as one of the best quarterbacks in the FCS. Like I really, truly believe that he is somebody who could be on the short list 
for the Walter Payton. If we get more games like that, he goes 25 for 29 for 356 yards. That is just a phenomenal performance. Yeah, he plays so well at the FCS level that you're like, man, he should transfer up. Man, he should go to the end. And then you're like, oh, okay. He's human. (laughs) And now he's back to playing really well in the FCS level, which cool with me. Keep on throwing the rock. Keep on dotting teams up. And just, I mean, Jackson State took care of business. They just took care of business, rushing the ball, passing the ball. Their defense was stellar. I'm not, SC State's not even that good of a team. And we didn't build them as that good of a team. But Jackson State held them to, what is that, 63 yards passing in the air and 100 and change on the ground, seven points. That's good. That's good for a team in a defense that had so much turnover. Learn, learn the new, learn the new coaching, learn the new language, come out, do your job. It was a great win. Great win. TC Mm. Taylor must've gotten these guys to adapt quickly, learn quickly and be ready for that opening week because new dawn time to be ready for it. You do not want to come out in new dawn looking flat. You do not. That's what Fordham did. Fordham came out in new dawn and looked terrible. Jackson state did the opposite. You hit the nail on the head, though, there, that T.C. Taylor, I just think, has been such a home run hire, the way that he handled the offseason. And we're already starting to see that what they're capable of doing. If they continue to play like this, they're going to be a really, really tough team to play, especially once they get to the conference play. Uh, I want to give a quick shout-out to, to Irvin Mulligan. Awesome, awesome football name, by the way. Yeah, Mulligan is just an awesome last name. I don't know why. Uh, Wofford transfer, he ends up rushing for 11 uh, attempts for 90 yards and a touchdown. Somebody commented on me tweeting about this Jackson State game and them dominating the run game that Mulligan adding a Wofford running back, like he just plays like one physical, aggressive, downhill. He fits. He is somebody who only got 11 touches because they didn't need to run the hell out of him. I think he could probably get like 20, 25 carries and be a really productive player. um, And be a reason why they continue to win games. Again, this offense is just looks, it looks fantastic. Yeah, his touchdown run was uh, impressive where he kind of, okay, reading the offensive line, everything's jammed up, clogged up. Oh, let me leak out the side and then burn everybody else down the sideline. Impressive. It's a good run, uh, obviously, looking to see how much more he can do like that. And it might not just be a flash-in-the-pan play, but that 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 play did catch uh, – I saw some of Twitter by Storm with the, uh, the electricity of it. So, I mean, Jackson State did it. They did it. They went out there and they, they said, you know what? Prime or no prime, we're going to go win this opening MEAC SWAT game. That's what they did, and they should be happy with themselves. That's a really good start for their program. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, last, just quick thought on this. The, you talked about the defense, them only allowing seven points, and then like the, the defensive shutout there, like the 15 for 17 for Corey Fields, 59 yards. I, I know that I feel like we don't get a lot of coverage to these FCS programs, and or not FCS, these HBCU programs, and – Dion gave them a lot of extra exposure, but I'm going to go as far as to say this. I'm going to be watching them really closely this year. I I think that Dion or no Dion, this team is still really exciting, and it comes down to defense, run game, Jason Brown, plain and simple. Yeah, and I know normally on recap episodes, we do fat stats. Uh, Three games, tough to do fat stats. So here's your fat stat for week zero FCS. Jackson State quarterback Jason Brown, 25 for 29, 356 yards, three touchdowns. There's your fat stat. I didn't forget about it. 
I didn't forget about you, but three games, you're getting one fat stat. I go through every single game to try to find the fattest stat lines for everybody. And there will be more next week. And we'll get back to the extensive list. I can't wait to rattle off 10 to 12 names and get Joe's blood boiling because he hates offense and hates to see the high scoring uh-huh. and he hates defense and hates to see guys with three picks or eight sacks in a game, whatever it is. I know Joe hates that, but I love it. So fat stats should return in full fashion next week. Trying to see if there's like anything stupid from the UNA Mercer game, but this again is just the most unbelievably bland, vanilla, terrible football game. I, I'm done looking at this. All right, at Joe DeLeon at Sanderson Radio, probably the shortest episode we've ever done of the FCS football pod. Games are actually back. We're going to be previewing it. Make sure you don't miss out. Hit subscribe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.